Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back everyone to the Summer Reading Plan. I hope you all are enjoying this journey through Romans. I was in a training a couple of days ago about student writing, and the presenter said something that comes to mind here um, as I talk about our journey through Romans. She said that teaching a kid to write is like teaching them to ride a bike. In the end, if they can ride a bike, great, but did they enjoy the ride? I don't want us to get to the end of Romans and say, I finished reading Romans, great. I want us to be able to say, I really enjoyed my journey through Romans. I feel like I learned something. Okay, I've said the word journey enough, so I feel like it's going to be like an episode of The Bachelorette, so let's keep going. Um, Romans 9 is a difficult chapter to swallow, and we're, let's see, we're looking at verses 1 through 18. That's it today, and there's some verses in here that make no sense, even compared to some of the other things we've read previously in this book, so um, we're just going to jump right into the complicated part here today. Um, I want to look at very right up front, Romans nine fifteen. It says, um, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. And then verse 18 says, so he has mercy on whomever he wills and he hardens whomever he wills. And it's, uh, it also references in there, uh, Pharaoh. And that's when I read through the Old Testament, that was one of the scriptures that I had the hardest time with because it would say that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And I, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't track with the other things that I know about God. And if I take these two verses in Romans, I just take them out and I gather meaning just from these two verses. I might even come away thinking that it's already predetermined, um, predestined, if you will, Um, to either receive mercy or not, or that God picks and chooses who he wants to show mercy to and who he won't show mercy to, who he will harden. Um, And that just doesn't align with what I believe about God. I thought that he was merciful to everyone. I thought that the Bible says it's not his will for any to perish, but that all should come to repentance. So let's just pause right here. I hope that you didn't stop the episode on me and be like, oh man, Anna's talking about weird stuff, predestination, and we're going to disagree and all this stuff. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, I, I just, I want you to see the thought process that just happened there. I was trying to just like talk you through my thinking gathering meaning from a single verse or even a single section of scripture is so dangerous. That's how people get wrapped up into false doctrine. Um, we could easily take Romans 9, 15 through 18, this little section, and say that our fate has already been decided. It's already been determined. So let's just give up on righteous living now. Or we might feel superior to others because we might say, I'm, I'm one of the righteous ones. I'm one of the saved ones. And that's kind of what the Jewish Christians were asking 
in Romans 3, 7, if we go back a few chapters, um, in Romans 3, 7, it said, if through my lie, God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? Why not do evil that good may come? And Paul told them that was a slanderous way of thinking is a slanderous thing to say. So what do we do with scriptures that challenge us, that challenge what we already know to be true? Um, remember when I said, wait, that doesn't align with what I believe about God. And I quoted Second Peter 3, 9. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This was an aha moment for me. And it's an important step in Bible study. I don't believe that any scripture stands alone. All scripture is woven together to tell us a story about our God and to reveal his character. So when I get to a confusing scripture, I have to do the backup. We're just going to name it that, the backup. I back up and I look at the scripture above and below it. I back up and I read the whole chapter if necessary. I might back up and read the whole book or just ask myself, what is the message of this entire book, this letter or this poem or whatever it is? And I back up even more and I ask, how does this connect to the rest of scripture? So taking chapter nine, verses 15 through 18, when I back up and I look at all of chapter nine, I see that Paul is talking about Jewish history. Why is he doing that? Well, the letter to the Romans was written to a mixed congregation of Jewish and Gentile Christians. And we've already established that the Jewish Christians had questions about how their history fit into this new narrative where Gentiles were welcomed into the family. In chapter 9, Paul's answering this question um, that of did God fail to keep his promise to Israel? And the answer is no. Chapter 9, verse 8 says, It's not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but it's the children of the promise. Paul's using a lot of Old Testament references here because of his audience. And this also seems like a good time to stick in there that we also have access to the Old Testament. And we should read it because the New Testament makes a lot more sense when you know the Old Testament. Um, so we backed up to chapter 9. So now let's back up and just look at the book of Romans in general. One of the themes throughout all of this book is that Jesus came for both the Jew and the Gentile. And y'all hang with me. I know I'm doing a lot of talking, but I'm going to come back to these verses that we started with. Um, in other words, he can show mercy. So let me say this part again. We backed up to chapter 9. We're backing up to the book of Romans and the theme that has been woven all throughout is that Jesus came for the Jew and the Gentile. In other words, he can show mercy. Paul's telling the Jewish Christians, God can show mercy to whoever he wants to show mercy to. Does that sound familiar? Um, so now let's back it up to all of scripture. That's when we read verses like 2 Peter 3, 9 that tells us, if we don't want to perish, we need to repent. In James 2.13, that says, For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. And Matthew 5.7, that says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. So we see that in all of Scripture, we find that none of us deserve mercy, but we can receive it if. 
if we show mercy to others and if we repent. That's kind of the whole thing about mercy. Mercy is, um, it's undeserved. That's why it's mercy. Um, but we can receive it if we show mercy to others and if we repent. Oh, so I backed up to the scriptures above and below. I backed up to the whole chapter. I backed up to the whole book. I backed up to the whole Bible. And I did it really quickly in just a few minutes. But you, what you didn't see is all of the reading that I had to do. And all of the studying, the research, looking for other scriptures in the Bible about mercy. Where What else does the Bible tell us about mercy? And it takes a lot of time to do that. It takes a lot of effort. And that's why one of the P's of Bible study that we don't talk about very much is patience. Because that's not the fun one. We're not going to understand it on the first read. We're not going to see everything we need to see on the first bike ride, if you will. Um, we might have to take the trip more than once. So let's zoom back in on 915 and then we'll be done for today because we're going to come back to this a little bit tomorrow. I read 915 and I read 918, but 917 is that verse about Pharaoh. And if we read in the Old Testament about Pharaoh, I mentioned this earlier, we see that um, Pharaoh hardened his heart, but it also says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And we see that Pharaoh had multiple opportunities to listen to God and to repent and to do the right thing, but he didn't. So he didn't receive mercy. Remember Matthew 5, 7? It said, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Pharaoh didn't show mercy to the Israelites, so he didn't receive mercy. God hardened his heart. Um, and it's hard to understand that, but it's an example to us. Let us be repentant. Let us show mercy to others so that we can receive mercy. Y'all, please, please come back tomorrow. I promise the second half of this chapter won't be this intense. And maybe it'll bring a little more clarity to this conversation. 